0: Abe here, and I wanted to let you know that if you're able, you can upgrade your Small Beans skill over at patreon.com slash small beans. Here's why you should do that. If you pledge five measly beans a month, you get access to about half our podcasts that you don't get if you're just listening to the free feed. Shows include Star Trek The Next Futurama, Spielboys, like Razor Blade Pie, and bonus episodes of I'll Show You Mine If You Show Me Yours. Not to mention bonus content, including info and updates on the movie we're making, pop there. Hey, where's all the reasons to not subscribe to Patreon? I can't find them. Anyway, back to the show.
1: You're about to hear the recorded audio diaries of Michael Swain, Adam Ganser, and Abe Epperson. Transmitted to you from another dimension through the wonder of podcast technology. Lost in the multiverse, they have to dig into a different piece of multiversal fiction each episode in the hopes of finally discovering a way back to their reality. How do they know this isn't their reality? Because one of them is being a real asshole. Will our heroes ever make it home? Or will they inadvertently explore our obsession with multiverses, alternate timelines, and parallel worlds and tie it all into a conversation about postmodern art, pop culture, and what it means to be a human right now. This is Escape from the Multiverse.
2: Coming at you live from Swame Studios. The Michael Swame Show with Michael Swame <laughs> and oh, your host. Good. Yeah, that's right. It's all me. It's all my <laughs> show now. I'm not even the asshole. They just Allegedly. pissed me off before we started rolling, <laughs> so I came in with that energy. Can uh, we
0: fire Michael? I just, I I just want everyone I to
1: know. About... I want everyone to know. This is what pissed them off. I called him a beautiful desk boy, and it led you to f- this. Oh, You fuck
2: off. Oh, <laughs> you beautiful desk Your boy. Ven- my vengeance will take years, and you'll barely, you won't bear. You even know. It. Is, is this Michael, or is my life just going poorly? Anyway, I... yeah. this is Escape from the multi curse. I'm Michael Swam as you... After, as I mentioned. uh And that's, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. You never know oh, what the good. pause or the pass or what. It's <laughs> sure. Adam Ganser and Abe Epperson. Yeah. We're all here. Uh, yeah, hi, I'm Yum. Abe.
0: I'm the Abe one.
2: Yeah, you are. <laughs> you really and this really is are. the pod where your three biggest means of all don't have to explain the premise because Tom Ryman does such a great job in the intro explaining it. Um, that's true. So we can just dive in, right? And I feel like getting to business because this movie gets right the fuck to business nightmare before christmas is an hour 15 y'all i did not remember yeah it's pretty short yeah it's pretty short you could watch it three times or you could watch Zack snyder's (laughs) justice league one time it's crazy to me um but yeah anyway let's break nightmare before christmas the first way we do uh by minding the multi-map something about that map the multi The, this fact that we, that, yeah. the fact that <laughs> that, that segment
1: will never plant itself on your brain it's like just you will never multi-map. accept it. It's just <laughs> the multi map. <laughs> it's just the multi multi-map. Multi-map. It's multi-map. It's map. It's just the um, multi map.
2: It's just the multi map. Um I want to go not first so okay, great. Adam, yeah. Yeah, Can you, sounds you like do I do multi map please. Yes.
1: Uh I'm Adam. Uh hey, this is my thoughts on this movie. Um there's this, this movie only introduced one interesting thing to me about the multiverse that we haven't seen in a different movie, and that is the idea that a multiverse will always be uh, ideologically in, incoherent in some way to you. Like If you were to walk into some alternate universe, you would not understand it, and you wouldn't be able to understand it because you are made of the universe you come from. And that's the fundamental conflict of this movie. And I liked that about it. I was like, that is an interesting problem that these Halloween folk uh, can't understand Christmas. They will never understand Christmas. Even if they do a pretty good imitation of it, it'll never be Christmas because they're not made of Christmas. Uh, (laughs) And I, you know what I mean? Like, And I think that, uh, I think there's something true about that that you don't see in other multiverse movies. In fact, most- true, Okay. I think it is, but that's a debate. It's worth yeah. We'll have a to talk about because that was my yeah. main
2: thing this time too. Was like I never realized the message was like they can't do Christmas. Don't try. I'm like, is that yeah. is that true? Hmm, yeah. yeah, that's really interesting. That is. <laughs> I like it
1: because it's something you don't see in other multiverse movies, which is why, funny enough, it's the least fantastical conception of the multiverse that we may have watched so far. Like just on an ideological level, I think, mm-hmm. and I can defend that later. But this is a shortened segment, as I understand it. Sure. So I'm handing it to you. It's pretty quick.
2: Um, I'll I'll take the low hanging fruit then, if that's all right. Ed. Yeah, is that okay? Fine. Yeah. I'll I'll take because it's not the interesting one anyway. But yeah, I think I see multi map as like how does this use the multiverse specifically? And right. I'm just gonna use my time to say two things. One, uh, it uses it. The way that it's unique, just in a straightforward meat and potatoes way, is that it's tied to holidays, right? It's like, what if each holiday was a world in the style of Disneyland? Um, and I do think that's just worth getting on the record if you had. Don't remember that that's how fucking Nightmare Before Christmas works. Because there's interesting stuff to mine from that that I'm sure we'll get to. So functionally, that's how it, why it qualifies as a multiverse. And then I'll just say my second thing which is that we could be sitting here talking about when the Jetsons met the Flintstones, because I suggested that, but we're not. So, you know, forward your comments to Abe and Adam. It's so, <laughs> so we're just being petty now. It's just petty. You're really it's the petty hour.
1: Really trying hard not, not to sell that you're the asshole
2: today. It's not petty <laughs> at no, you. No. It's love of the audience. It's knowing gonna, what they need and putting. I'll their put names it to you first. this way: nice. if so you don't love the audience, right, what right, you're saying
1: if you're not the asshole. So I look fat and out in this dress. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. You do <laughs> No,
1: Go ahead. If if you're not the asshole. This is going to be a confusing episode
2: based on your behavior. Well, right, because if behavior. I'm not, if I'm not "quote unquote" the asshole, then I'm an asshole.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stop talking about each other's so, assholes. Okay, okay, right? please. Let's just, uh, yeah. Stick uh, with the program. Able, I was I on the podcast. rails. Yes, yeah, Abe. Thank God you for being the voice damn. of reason.
1: Damn, I was promised a little to... asshole talk. I was promised Look, that.
0: Okay, guys, yeah. guys, guys, guys. Uh huh. We got to talk about Halloween Town, baby. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I've been. I've been trying to work it out all night, and I am just not even close to finding the path, man. What is this town? How does it even work? (laughs) Some of them seem to have homes. There's a bog mermaid that seems to sleep in the fountain. Yeah. Like, is this the product of some kind of,
2: like, I don't know. Are there poor people? There's a stand-up base with a head living inside it with the strings attached. How's he get out of there? That's true. How's he He live in there the whole time? Most
0: people have towers. Yeah. But some sleep yeah. on rocks. I don't think the mayor is doing a good job with this town, guys. That's my rant. <laughs> Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you. I
2: agree with your rant. I for a second thought that it was going to be... Are you saying you tried to find Halloween Town and you couldn't That's find That's what I path? thought he was saying, too. <laughs> in real life? No, no, I would never Did go you to slide this place. down a hole in the woods and it's you don't, don't know where you came I've out? I've been
1: opening it's... up graves just to see Why if any I of them... Why I want to go
0: to Halloween Town? It is poorly run the
2: urban planning yeah and, the
0: infrastructure is weird yeah it's, it's logistically it's a, i have a lot of concerns which i'll get into later okay. the only
2: doctor in town is constantly unconscious you know jesus yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um what land would jesus be in i guess easter easterland right do i Well I don't Christmas. know I don't no cuz so is the idea... I guess Santa invaded and co-opted Christmas land because there's that's right. neither... He f- there's no Christianity in there. Yeah, Yeah, there's no not. reason for the season yeah. when they go right, to right, Christmas right. land. That's he funny. He fought
0: and defeated Jesus. That's why he's saying <laughs> <That's right. laughs> mm, Jesus had to go
2: annex Mother's Day land and is now holed up there. <laughs> um, anyhow. Uh, yeah. thank, you. thank God yeah. we got that clear. I did want to point out Glenn Shaddix voices the mayor who is... Um, What's his name? It's Lars. He has some weird name in Beetlejuice. The guy yeah, yeah, Otho, yeah. Otho, and Beetlejuice. Yeah, he does a good voice. He doesn't oh, sound boy. like himself. Um, yeah, Tim Burton, of course. I I don't know why I do the boilerplate stuff, but if you guys don't know, Tim Burton and Henry Selick are the main creative forces behind it. Henry Selick, from the stop motion point of view. Tim Burton, from the it looks like a Tim Burton point of view. Um, but since I'm QBing this episode, you let's sure move into the second thing. Verses on Verses, where we get to just unpack everything we wanted to talk about, um, and I would love to just throw something out that Adam said right before we started taping. Um, <laughs> what do you mean by beautiful desk boy? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Explain let's, yourself. Just, let's relitigate that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> So what? I can't have like a, a lounge, a Shay's lounge. That was I not beautiful you? before? I'm not beautiful. On a, you. on a throw rug. <laughs> uh, okay, naked, kicking my legs in the air. Uh, anyway, uh, I just wanted to say two trivia anecdotes uh, that like my dad taught me growing up. Because <laughs> if people have heard like the Mad God episode or various other episodes, they know I was raised to respect stop motion. I like it, like to a weird degree. My dad like raised yeah, us to think weird. stop motion was important and a really cool art form and voice acting for that point for that matter. So uh Henry Selleck got a three picture deal. And I just want to point out, this is the only one we still really remember. I know people remember the other ones, but this one like boom, obviously knocked it out of the park. The next one was James and the giant peach, which I honestly have great. not watched since I saw it in theaters. I wonder if it's good. Is it? It's good. I yeah. mean, I, I remember it yeah. from childhood. I know so the I stop know. motion was great. Yeah, I haven't seen it. He's a true pioneer in stop motion. And then, of course, um, the third one was Monkey Bone, which I fucking love. But it's Monkey Bone. And that's the only one Henry Selig directed himself. That was the one he was like, this is my big shot. And it killed Brendan Fraser's <laughs> career um, for, for a time. For a time, it put it to sleep. Um, and then the other factoid, of course, the first concert I ever went to was Oingo Boingo's last concert. I fucking love Oingo Boingo, headed up by Danny Elfman, who said he would only do this movie, write the music if he could sing it and it would if stay his voice sing. in the cut. He did not want like a Disney voice actor overdubbing his performance technique. And I will argue that that's a valid, that he delivers like an all time good character driven vocal performance. Yeah. That he's like, you, I'm going to write the music. It's like if um, Elton John was like, yeah, I'll do Lion King. But when Mufasa gets his song, it's my, vo- <laughs> you cut yeah. to me singing. And <laughs> also, they did that I'm with this. It. The <laughs> guy <like> who <laughs> plays, Jack Skellington's speaking voice is not Danny Elfman, and as an adult ear, barely sounds like him. Yeah. So it's as if he's like, I'm also not gonna bother doing the speaking voice. You get some schmuck to do that. I'm gone. I'm just mm-hmm. singing the shit. I said it to you, you put it on the cartoon. So I that's would all. Have, all I would have preferred
1: me. that they kept him the whole time because I liked his singing voice a lot better than And the there's
2: barely voice. any lines. It's 80% yeah. songs. Yeah. 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 This Jeez.
1: is I so like I don't maybe this is a bit of a scorching hot take. To come up with quick, but like, I feel like almost every stop motion thing is at least half about look how they did this in stop motion, you know, and then built built around
2: set pieces that they're like, this would look cool in stop motion. Exactly. This would look cool.
1: Yeah, exactly. This is the best work of stop motion to me that I've ever seen. Like, there's been great things made and others that maybe are more. The technology
2: has obviously improved over time, but that's not what you mean, right? This
1: one, yeah, no, this feels like only could exist at the level it does in this format. Um, And like, all the Tim Burton weirdness is perfect for this format. Like, it really impressed itself on me this time. Like, just the way their bodies are, like, how much, how many fun little wrinkles can only be done in stop motion and how the movie does celebrate them, but not at the expense of the story. It's really, really good in that way, but it definitely wants you to like, look at Santa's little legs. Yeah. You know, look, look well, at Jack Skellington's say, the longness squ- little body and th-
2: the longness yeah. and thinness of Jack Skellington's yeah, legs cannot be overstated. It's great. <laughs> it's but Tim it's so Burton's good. shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He looks, he's essentially a stick figure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I don't know why he's a pumpkin king. I mean, I do because they showed
0: it. The pumpkin yeah, king. This is my question: If Jack is king, why do they even need the mayor? Great the question. Mayor- what? Just- yeah. Why is?
2: How is there a mayor and king? That never yeah. occurred to me. He, yeah. I,
0: he actually says at one point the mayor says like I can't make decisions without myself. Jack. He says that. So, yeah. So functionally, what's the point of him as a
2: government official? It seems like seems like waste resources to me. <laughs> and yet they have town <laughs> meetings. Why? So, Mike, I wonder if, and here's the thing, Jack does whatever the fuck he wants. If he wants to fuck around in the woods for a while, he does that. So, like, does the, the whole king. government just shut down at his whim whenever he it goes anywhere? It seems like it. Wow. They're weirdly, yeah, as a, as a
1: community, they're weirdly unable to do anything without Jack Skellington, and then also don't want to do what he tells them. <laughs> so, like, they're just right. the worst community uh -hmm. you know well and i would do it
2: (laughs) i wonder how y'all felt about the um gosh this is why i mean this is part of why i would argue what's her name Susie, jesse sally sally Sally. um sally again an amazing feat of stop motion because she's stuffed with individual leaves that are individually animated when she gets injured and leaves come out of her and you know that's why they did that and it rules Um, But also, (laughs) I did notice through my modern critical eye that it has that cracked article aspect of from like they don't know each other. Like Jack never even is aware she exists. She just stalks him. And then at the end, they kiss. Why does he even know who she is? (laughs) Like, it's crazy how. So we talked about the message. And I do want to ask about that message. Let's like talk about that is I was like as a children's book, you know type thing is this trying to say anything or is it just trying to be a fun story because is the message you can't overextend yourself you are what you are um like or don't try and co-opt other cultures but also what does it matter that they kiss at the end like to me that felt like attacked on nothing those are i would say those are two different things like i
1: like i to me it feels like a classic like uh, you, you know, you're better off being who you really are and not wanting to be somebody else. Like grass is always greener is like what they mean the message to be. But I think it does kind of not work. Yeah. Cause if you level. don't,
2: if you don't recall, listener Jack's arc is, I tried Christmas. Oh, I did a bad job. I got All right, nuked. I'll do Halloween again, and I'll you know yeah. what? I'll kick ass at it. I feel good again. I, I'm reinvested. That's yeah, he end. gets re
1: inspired by being shelled from the sky from a tank. Uh, somehow that makes him like I know how to that Halloween these like, guys.
2: Eureka! Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I figured it out.
2: And <laughs> no, I think snakes, it's just, more snakes next year.
1: Yeah, and I think the kiss at the end is just like I finally realize this woman cares about me. Simple as that. You know, like yeah. which is not much dude, what I, does
0: it mean uh,
1: dude i don't know what, I mean, hey, what can you, you say explain
2: what's oogie boogie's function as a public figure of power in the town is he well, officially all, have like governmental power do you think
0: I, I i mean here's the thing the death of oogie boogie alters the landscape of halloween power town vacuum because now yeah there's a power vacuum there lock shock and barrel now work for no one what are they gonna do like is he the evil one also i have a question is he dead like mm, if he, good question so if Oogie is bugs, but each bug is a sentient <laughs> version of Oogie like there's one right before being crushed by Santa Claus that says my bugs, which yeah. is yeah.
2: Oh my god, it's so horrifying. Is that
0: bug both all, yeah, all of, Loki of him? Has yeah. been or just a component part See, of like is he all bugs?
2: Now I know Abe's the asshole and I know he's being disingenuous. And here's why. No. Because Abe, you no. and I have watched <laughs> DS nine, and I know that the real Abe from our dimension would know the drop becomes the ocean. The ocean becomes the drop. What's DS nine? <laughs> <laughs> See? Dude, dude, it's a giveaway. All right, um, but check I do this guy for assholes. That also maybe he's like, my god, I, it's assholes I just all have the, the two assholes like everyone. Else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um I do want to give Tim Burton credit for so early in my childhood. He really was. Between this and the book he did, The Melancholy Death of Oyster Boy, yeah, he seems I know there's like a movement of Tim Burton's done now or washed up. Whatever, time makes fools of us all or it becomes rote. But he was willing to scare kids more than everyone. And uh, it worked. Or, like, I was fascinated as a kid that the Halloween tropes are sincerely lock, shock, and barrel are scary children. <laughs> like, and some of the ideas in it are truly scary. There's a hanging tree that looks like a lynch tree with yep. skeletons. Like, yeah. and the Oogie Boogie dies by falling into exploding in bugs, as Jason Parge might write. Into a cloud of snakes and then dissolving in lava as he screams, my box, my box. It's fucked up, bro. And yet
1: Disney yeah. did buy it.
2: You know what I mean? Like yeah. So he, he, I feel like he was a little ahead of the culture. He's great uh, at riding that line. That's his thing. That's his signature.
1: Yeah. Well, I think, you know, the fact that a lot of kids did love it. Like, he, I think he was right. You know, that uh, his sensibility for what kids actually like was yeah. ahead of the most most content creators of his time it might yeah. be why we love him even more than <laughs> some of the other filmmakers that made stuff like this you know because i think he knew what kids wanted more sorry you were groaning abe did you want to groan oh, I,
0: more? I, I just hate that you call you we call them content creators
1: uh i'm sorry i forgive me <laughs> ah sure you,
0: you're, uh, you're forgiven thank, thank you abe. um the real abe always forgives. <laughs>
2: Did y'all see Corpse Bride? Yes, I never saw years that. Ago, it though. felt like was it trying as hard as it looked to be just a Nightmare Before Christmas again?
1: I think it was trying really hard to be another Tim Burton project. Okay, because uh, all of his projects mm-hmm. look like this. Like even big that Fish ground looks like made
2: this. of swirly wood that is like iconic in my mind. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some um, of the actual sets, the stop motion look of it. That mayor whose of- head switches around is truly an iconic design.
1: It's great. And it's also like sort of a spin on the Giannis character, right? Uh, mm. Like I I was thinking of Sleepy Hollow, a movie that also he manages to get almost as a distorted a look, even though it's live action. Live but action. Right. He's got such a great, very specific, like, you know, his work immediately um, but see, this is what I mean when I say that like stop motion kind of invites you to talk about the techniques and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's like you see how like natural it is for us to be like, let's talk about all the weird little artifacts of it, rather than like and maybe this is a musical problem too, rather than like what is it about or what does it mean. Cause it actually is well, kind <clears throat> of an interesting multiverse, a bit. Don't you think? Do you, I, I thought. Oh, and guys- I
2: actually think if it was written today, because we're more perfunctory about this shit, and tell me I'm not wrong. If this were written today, the executives would say, it has to, in the third act, be some crazy cavalcade going from tree to tree to tree and we see a thousand holidays. Like, that would be act three. Yeah, Yeah. most likely. You
0: think uh, Tim Burton's dick, like, unfurls, like, the mock tongues (laughs) that he's got going? Is that a Beantown joke? I think it is. <laughs> Do I, I think, think he that eats happens? out with a monster? that, yeah. that's the, that is a Bean Town joke. Yeah, that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's out true. They're their pussies. Probably yeah, the great. pussy, yeah.
2: All right. All right. The pussy. <laughs> great. Um, I, I think about it a lot. <laughs> I think about, I guess, okay, so the disconnect to me is, couldn't Jack, I can't segue from eating out with a, moth tongue i'm trying Got it. okay i just won't segue um couldn't jack it, it has the thing i hate where jack it's like he can't explain what the difference is between christmas it fails to he can't elucidate it it escapes him and it's like they go they try to make everyone happy instead of scaring people get it like you could explain it so easily that's weird that you have that critique can't I, that, the halloween people understand what christmas is i mean obviously so not. i'm saying speak to me about what is that analogous to or trying to say? Is it that like you can't learn or grow or like you shouldn't enjoy other cultures or you know what I mean? Do those feel like disingenuous interpretations? A bit, but I accept mm-hmm. them because I think you mean them sincerely.
1: Uh, I, I see it in, as like the acknowledgement that we all have a kind of a priori limitation, right? Like this is a very Kantian idea, but it's also a postmodern idea. Where like none of us know the world that exists outside of ourselves, right? That's the problem with all knowledge now. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is a movie that abstracts the idea of what if your whole universe was made of Halloween and you were made of Halloween? How could you have the language or concept of Christmas?
2: You could. Right. And I guess I'm you know feeling the weirdness of the traditional Hollywood happy answer is you can. You're special. Right, you're, you could exactly. do anything. Yeah. Exactly. And the movie does rely on it. Doesn't.
1: Us knowing it enough to see the problem, which also, but it also, that kind of invites in the critique you're saying of like, well, why don't they get it? Since they kind of. Well, and it's
2: Abe is cueing me also because it's just Jack as a leader. Like, it's weird to me that, for example, he tells the Lock, Shock, and Barrel, who are known henchmen Mm. of Oogie Boogie, you go do this very delicate thing in secret for me. Don't tell Oogie Boogie. Motherfucker, they work for Iggy Boogie. Ask the guy that lives in the fountain to do it. Ask the werewolf to do it. Cody. I think that's
1: actually kind of insightful. Uh, (laughs) Cody, the werewolf. I think that's kind of insightful about, uh, about Jack. Jack never wants to do anything other than a secret caper that's fun for him he's a villain yeah Yeah. he
2: tries to discover christmas by doing like science experiment montage it's weird i kind of like that it was science actually (laughs) science of christmas
1: yeah that was funny to me but also like he never in his heart it never enters into his mind like what if i brought joy to other people including things like what if i included oogie boogie in this scheme you know what i mean like he's always self-interested in a way that is consistent with his character as a halloween scare master because and they the genuinely
2: gap. think scaring is makes them happy. Exactly. So exactly, they're trying to make you happy, right? Right. Yeah. And I think that is a cool problem because I do.
1: We almost always use the multiverse as sort of you know self abstracted, right? This movie's not using it that way. It's using it like, what if what if you know things are unknowable and that gap is uncrossable by you? What does the world mean? Like, can you live? Can you learn to be happy in the world you're in? You know, yeah. like, and that's an honest question, I think
2: both are true or like you could tell valid, hang a valid story on either. Right. Change is possible, but also you can't be everything and your life won't contain everything. Both are right. valid points it's, for sure. I
1: mean, another way that we often skin this problem in media is like most of the time when we're up against an alien force in a movie or meet an alien force, they're always humanoid enough that we understand them. But like, as I'm sure has been written on Cracked many times, and we've all talked about in private or when we're stoned or whatnot, we probably wouldn't understand an alien being at all. You know what I mean? Like the the chance if there was one on the other side of the galaxy and we somehow ran into them, they might be completely incomprehensible to us.
2: Or you communicate know? with a sense that we don't even have. Right. Or communicate with pulses of light and it takes us a decade to figure out what the fuck they're even trying to write. Right. That's that's more likely. There's than,
0: a duck yeah. in this mo- in this movie that is a present. But also a slave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed. That. It's alive. Like oh. there's a bat and a snake that are given away as
2: presents. Are they just, are these oh. people? Mm. Yeah, are does they that,
0: giving people? And away? do they
2: serve that child forever now? Like, yeah. what is the idea of that? What yeah. is crime? <laughs> what well, is crime? also, I think there's a lot to be asked about the quote unquote real world because this ends up on the news. And as stated, and I forgot this. They fucking mobilize the military against sure Jack did. Skellington yeah. and mm-hmm. shoot like rocket launchers at him. Like traditional, it's not fighting magic with magic. Like the army goes and try and fucks him up. Yeah, we'll see on about Santa's this behalf. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And then better. what I love is, then he falls out of the sky, and this leads to one of my main points. He falls out of the sky and is cradled by a statue of a weeping angel. And then sings a really druggy, like, uh, da 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 da, um, weepy song about how he's fallen and disgraced and he needs to redeem himself. And that's the moment where it clicked for me. And people who know the story, please go back and compare. This movie is Jesus Christ Superstar with Jack as Jesus, Sally as Mary, and Oogie Boogie as Judas, beat for beat. <laughs> and the oh, songs wow. line up. Yeah.
1: I haven't, it's been too long, which is to, another
2: rock musical of similar length. makes sense. That deals with similar themes. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. I mean, you know, I'm not even saying it's a ripoff. I'm saying That's it makes sense. Cool. Yeah. Actually, I like that because the one thing
1: that almost never gets talked about is how this movie is in the tradition of traditional Christmas. Claymation movies, right? Like, uh, yeah. like, Oh, it is. It's, it's a hundred percent trying to be, in that tradition of like, you know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and everything. And some of those are religious movies. You know, like there was, yeah. a, there was a show, Davy and Goliath, that used to, I think it was a Christian show right. that used to do this stuff. So I kind of feel like it makes sense that they borrowed from all those traditions to make this version of that. You know, like mm-hmm. it's very smart. The screenwriter of this, who was not Tim Burton, by the way, uh, was very smart, I thought. You know, like
2: yeah. it, it was very clever. It is it's super I do even think the initial idea, whoever had it, probably the screenwriter. it kind of reminds me of American gods, uh, yeah, which is the system of any God that has belief exists when they stop being believed and they go away. not the only thing that's done that, but he uses it to great effect, and this uses something that I'm like, yeah, uh each holiday each holiday is supported by a secret cast of themed you know, wackos who it's kind of like monsters Inc, like, which is all, these are all good premises. It's really clever and it works and it's tight and it's good. And that's why we love it so much. Um, but I also think realizing this time how little of it isn't music. I, I appreciated Elfman's contributions even more. I'm like, this is straight up a musical. I would be surprised if it's not a Broadway musical or hasn't been, I haven't looked into it, but some really tall dude doing this on Broadway, I think would be good. Um, Danny Elfman really kicked ass on this album, essentially, like as a concept album, it rules. And I noticed stuff I never noticed, like um, there's classical music soundalikes in this, like the uh, Making Christmas is Desiree, making Christmas, Christmas time, that one. Yep. That's just like a classical song about the devil with lyrics added. I love shit like that. <laughs> it, it doesn't look like they've ever made a musical of this. Not that's a direct translation. The only thing I could find was like local productions of sound alive.: I mean, they did. Right? How is this not a Broadway musical? Well,
1: because Disney owns it and Disney has purposed it for the Haunted Mansion. They did Lion King. Well, right. Because they, they decide when they want to make money on their IPs. Uh, so I'm sure there's. I see. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah but if you go to the Haunted Mansion around, around Halloween time, that's when you get Nightmare Before Christmas stuff,
2: which yeah. is interesting. That's true. What do you think about the economy of it all, Abe? Can we get you to weigh in on the economy of Halloween Town?
0: There's poor people that don't live do in towers. Do we see poor people? Oh, yeah. They're we see like a house person.
2: Yep, yep, yep.
0: Like, are there sewers? Jack is just bones.
2: That's true. <laughs> there has t- I don't think it's a post-scarcity society. And the reason I say that is Oogie Boogie's house is a casino. How could they have gambling yeah. if there's no economy? So, so there that, is money.
0: But who's going to that casino? People sure. who don't survive. <laughs> who's, <laughs> whose blood do the vampires suck? It's all wildly out of Ooh, proportion. Maybe it's all Ooh.
1: camel rules. Like they, they drink blood once a year and they just sort of sit on it. Maybe,
2: I, yeah, it keeps on coming Halloween.
0: down to magic for me, man. Because life and death, I think this is what happens to society when they have conquered life and death. Dr. Finkelstein makes himself a wife. He makes is himself a wife.
2: <laughs> Finkelstein? Yeah, great. Finkelstein. That. Sorry, so Finkelstein. Oh, because well, he's Frankenstein, but Frankenstein. Nerdy, yeah,
0: And he just makes reindeer?
2: Yes. How did yeah, that work? He makes whatever. He imbues did them he with life. Did he kill reindeer? Electricity and... is life, I assume, if it's a Frankenstein analogy, can, if right? He,
0: can he just construct life out of bones? Yeah. Did he make Jack? Is Or is Jack oh, a different kind ooh, of that's skeleton? a good question.
2: Because he does sort
0: of
1: Because
2: play... magic exists. <gasps> he... What if... Finkelstein was alone when the universe was created. That is 100% all possible. The he is the
1: creator. Yeah. Yeah. And he's lonely for himself, which is why his wife has to be him. Half brain him. <laughs> half, yeah.
0: half of him. Yeah. Yeah. It's confirmed also that they have, there's sexual urges in this. Yeah. Oogie Boogie gets tricked by Sally's sexy leg. Yeah. Yeah. She does the so classic. He, Oogie boogie she's boogie so has fridged, urges. man. Yeah, yeah. But whatever.
2: Um, the other thing is, is uh shit i lost it because of the sexy <laughs> Sorry, leg you did it to me it was economy. the sexy leg no it Ew. was about economy it was about the gambling which by the way is an incredible stop-motion superhero fight in like it's a so laser good tagger it's right really good. It fucking rocks yeah. yeah and it makes jack seem like a drunken master jackie chan badass he's like a spider like a spider yeah, yeah. That, that's to when i was like oh anything. he
1: could they could have had him do more spider stuff I, like that yeah. seems in hindsight ta- uh we haven't talked about the fact that uh also the the afterlife exists in this universe. Sorry, that's right. right.
2: So that's what I was going to say is and when they co-opt Christmas, they kill people by accident. That's part of the joke is their gifts explode and hurt people and bite people. Is that right. what they're doing every Halloween? Probably. Well, I you mean, have to assume. So in this yeah. cartoon universe, Halloween in real life Because the news is aware of Santa. So I have to assume in this cartoon universe, they're positing that on Halloween, fucking real monsters have a purge and go crazy. It's it's a (laughs) terrorist terrorist holiday. And you just have to withstand it. But then Christmas comes and Santa's real. So that's the trade off. Yeah, that's not a good trade off.
1: (laughs) I'd rather have nothing than both of those things. Right. Yes. Agreed. This is my point. (laughs) so
0: like okay question about the life and death thing one yeah. more yeah the afterlife If zero is jack's dog dog's did they ghost live together before death why is zero a ghost yeah and jack is not my, Or is he a ghost
1: my he's definitely a ghost uh my guess is that that zero needed to rudolph his christmas thing and that what happens the minute the credits hit is that he like waves goodbye and goes finally on Like, that was his unfinished business, being the Rudolph of this. ice rule. Yeah, that's it. He's gone after
0: that. He just needed to ride that sleigh that night. Just one last sleigh ride, and then he's free.
2: I was like, although for some reason I was like, really? You got to cram. We're going to do a 30-second Rudolph. You got to steal that story too, Jack. You're going to co-opt every aspect of Chris. Like, it's funny that he knows. He seems to be aware of the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer legend, even though it hasn't Mm -hmm. been exposed to him. That's true but also that's like the one claymation
1: movie I feel like everybody saw at christmas. That, I think they're referencing
2: yeah. your thing that you were pointing yeah. out which I never realized. Of course a stop motion guy who loves stop motion and is the age of Henry Selick would deeply admire those things. I forget who they're called. But you guys know the ones I yeah. mean wooden santa yeah. claus and yeah. Yeah. What are they called? Not Whitman samplers. That's the I didn't know they life, were a anyway. collection. Uh but I do know like you know if you watch any like I used to know the name of the guys that if did If you them, watch any all.
1: comedy movie from like, you know, like a Christmas comedy movie from the eighties, they're always watching the claymation yeah, holiday. Seth things. Rogen
2: is getting yes. high as a, and going into that Christmas yes, thing. Always yeah. <laughs> like those things
1: are perennial, uh, favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: Paul B. Yeah, I wonder about, you know, why is he a pumpkin King? Uh, was he ever once a man? Was everyone who's dead here once alive? Or I think the movie would rather have us believe this is a cosmic space that came into being with its own, like, big bang. I think it's and Monsters, Inc. Here, I, right? th- I really think this is a Monsters, Inc. situation where... Do we know the genesis of monsters in Monsters, Inc.?
1: We know that they, they couldn't have come from the same universe because they believed... I guess they could have. But they believed that they would die if they came into contact with the human beings. You know what I mean? So they're from a
2: legitimate alternate dimension. That's
1: what is implied by that. But maybe that's just a weird part of their past.
2: Yeah. So then, I mean, I guess it makes most sense for this show to treat it like a true multiverse. So we're saying that forest is a dimensional nexus, almost like uh, Narnia. We've covered Narnia that way. And they're true alternate dimensions. Okay. So in that case, yes, I have all these questions about. Way back at the beginning of Halloween Dimension, what was there? And was Jack a man that died, or was he born a skeleton? That's what I'm asking. Who's tailoring his super long pants? Stuff like that. (laughs) Also, the moral
0: ambiguity of all of this, though. He's revving up for something.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm excited about this wind-up.
0: Lock, Shock, and Barrel sing a song after they're told, go get Santa, right? Yep. And they sing... That if they don't do their job, Jack will beat them black and blue. So, in the past, and green,
2: black and blue J- and green because they're Halloween. Jack
0: kids. has beaten kids. Yeah, yeah. Is, this, is this a bigger crime
2: than what Oogie does with Santa? Is his death justice? Right. And is Oogie Boogie, was that Jack? Was that the death penalty? Was that him being like, as Pumpkin King, I'm executing? Like, Fables does that, right? What's interesting right. about Fables right. is they'll execute someone, and then they'll dig into, like, is Snow White allowed to just execute yeah, people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this, of course, they gloss over it. But, like, is Jack they allowed just to gloss. just kill people? And There's a part hits? of me
1: that feels like Santa is the only person in Halloween Town who could actually be injured by anything in Halloween Town. Like it's yeah. all sort of a play being put. Internal on.
2: consistency thing. Uh, but do they? So I'm saying, do Halloween town entities ever end? Do they have an afterlife? Is there a Or is this a, is more an internal purgatory, uh, like an eternal limbo that has always existed and will always exist? There is know? a
0: man. Who is just in the stocks in town? He has committed a crime, and they have put him in. <laughs> what did he do? What, what are the crimes? But it wasn't in so bad town. that
2: he got executed. Yeah. So what, what lesser crime? Also, so, yeah. Could you? I always have this question about alternate dimensions. What if you built a rocket ship and flew into space in Halloween Town dimension? What's, What's out there? there? Yeah. yeah. What's yeah, up I there? Is it space? Like,
0: star,
1: like yeah, space demon just, stars or whatever. Yeah.
2: I think like the whole Halloween universe of different (laughs) Halloween.
0: There's like E. T., but he's like but he's oh, creepier. I, yeah, I wear a squash blood, on my head, and, and I'm like, sure. oh, uh, "Give me that dick! Give me that dick!" And you're like, "Yeah, this is e. the X-rated <laughs> Halloween planet. <Yeah. laughs> we all we,
2: we all fuck pumpkins here."
0: I think that vampire fucks that clown. Everybody's fucking that clown. <laughs> <Everybody> <laughs> fucking I think everyone. zero. The actually... mayor. The mayor's
2: got a dick in both of those rotating faces. It's <laughs> <Yep. laughs> just going yeah. It down. Yeah, and he's just yeah. switching them off
1: on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think that zero actually <laughs> ruins the in, the idea of the world being internally consistent, because zero would right. be meaningless if there wasn't death. Well, then what does
2: it mean that there's zero who is a ghost made of stop motion photographed, and then there's also ghosts who are cell animated onto right, the film?
0: Yeah, right. Do they exist? Are they? Pe- Can Jack people? see those ghosts? Yeah. Do they have rights? Are they in the
2: room <laughs> right now? <laughs> They, yeah, I definitely have right.:
0: <laughs> There's a mother who has a little portly boy with no eyes.: Oh, yeah on, dude, on a yeah. leash
2: with his eyes sewn shut. And I will OK, so that's the other one. As a kid, when I was talking about legitimately scary, the one that really sticks with me. You showed kids this, and it's four kids, and there's a fucking clown with a tearaway face, and inside there's nothing, just a void in his head. That, that's fucking scary shit, dude. That clown is, yeah. So I mean, like, and what's interesting to me is the, what occurred to me this time is Lockshock and Beryl are are in reference to kids trick-or-treating. So in Halloween Town, they also have the concept of that kids trick-or-treat and want candy and there's a service industry around that. So like this universe is, seems to exist as a separate universe, but it only exists in reference to a core universe. Right? Like, there wouldn't be the trick-or-treating kids without the prime universe having trick-or-treating. Well, that's right. Or would there be? They
1: they do... Well, I think the fact that they can visit what is supposed to be normal human world suggests there's still satellite worlds from that.
2: Our world is a hub world. Or maybe it's like the uh, Egyptians and like a thousand years ago someone from Halloween town did this shit and that gave us Halloween. Like that's what Halloween. Right. There's an from? ancient myth. Yeah. Right, 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 Yeah. Right.
0: That's, that's that there is actually is, there is a setup consistency or like you're, you can believe that it's consistent in that if Santa Claus is real in the real world, that means that their Halloween is some fucked up shit. Like there's actual ghouls that come out. Yeah. Right. Right. It's yep. not like us just dressing up there's actual ghouls in the reality, in reality. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, that's fucked up (laughs) is all I'm really saying. Man,
2: (laughs) I would love it if like when Halloween comes around in this movie, there's a non-zero chance that Jack Skellington will show up and beat your kids. And he's beat like, happy Halloween. Green. Throw some candy at <laughs> you. Buy yourself something nice, bitch. Yeah. I'm the pumpkin king. Yeah. I'm the pumpkin king, baby.
0: <laughs> and you're just supposed to be like, uh ah, well that's Halloween. These are my them's These are my
2: jazz zombies. One of whom is played by Greg Proops, by the way. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. And
0: it's like your kids' faces could get scratched like terribly. And there's no justice.
2: And that's what's truly a uh, triumph to me is all this stuff is true of this movie, and yet it's held in an esteem where, like, on Christmas, dude, like Christmas morning, this and the Grinch as a you know because they're both an hour fifteen. That's a now you got a stew going like a candy cane yeah, yeah, stew. Yeah. I mean, this is an all time banger, Christmas and Halloween movie. Songs. You can watch right. it either, either or.
1: Yeah, I yeah. I like it better for Halloween but i
2: i, I could okay. see families
1: yeah, yeah. that are like oh yeah 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 we got we got to watch it at christmas like i could see if that's your if that's your clan like mm-hmm. this being like a really central part but of but i that. guess it's
2: aimed more at halloween itself sure yeah sure mm-hmm. what if There's you, you could watch kids. it halfway between christmas and halloween yeah like right November. on
1: thanksgiving <laughs>
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, of yeah, this is what I watch everything. This is when you watch a Thanksgiving <laughs> People so go. You find you're like Jack. You guys are flying too close to the sun. Let the Christmas, be Christmas, <laughs> yeah, Christmas. Let keep them separated. They gotta be separated. We don't need spiders in our turkey. If you show what are we doing? If
1: you show Abe Reese's pieces, he's gonna freak out. Just
0: <laughs> peanut oh. butter and chocolate. Separate them. Get them separated. <laughs> Separate that shit. <laughs> I, I would never talk shit on Reese's piece.
2: He'd <laughs> just piece. fall apart into a million bugs. And, mm. oh, no! Mm.
0: I really got issues with Oogie Boogie because is he dead now?
2: Is he He's Cab Calloway? That's <laughs> <Is> my question. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm surprised. He's also. Um, those... He
2: reminds me of Audrey too from Little Shop. Yeah, the, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his function in the story as well. Mm. I'm
1: surprised those bugs were fine with living in a bag. You know what I mean? Like, let's, like, if you, were I thought be... their
2: sentience together made up a creature who has a hive mind called Oogie Boogie, like the Dominion in DS9. Right. But wouldn't you just hate being in the bag? You know what
1: I mean? Bugs love crawling like all over each bag. other.
2: They're all fucking in there, dude. Maybe the uh, little boy likes being on For them, leash. their dimension is it. in that bag. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't think about the fact they're all fucking in the bag. That's what also they would lead, do. They're all fucking, dude. It yeah, leads
2: to a new be. insult I'm going to use in life, which is, man, you're just a billion bugs fucking in a bag. <laughs> Get away from <laughs> me. Get away from me, Oogie. Yeah.
0: That, that. But I got questions. I got questions. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, good. I Hoogie no, Boogie that. is made of bugs. We are definitely on this topic. We all right? agree, yeah. But he, at one point he's fed a bug. Uh, is that just bug absorption? Yeah, Does it's like Odo
2: drinking a glass of liquid. It's just him making some image of liquid and reabsorbing references it. references to
0: this thing, I don't. <laughs> then
2: how did you <laughs> know that Odo's related to DS9? Don't huh? ask questions! Gotcha.
0: <laughs> don't ask questions! <laughs> Uh, I want to know. It, I'm asking large. the question to me, Abe. <laughs> so how does, the how does, is food necessary? There's, there is. Well, I, they grow pumpkins eats, in a patch. They they got pumpkins. They don't. Uh, at one point, Sally gives Jack a picnic basket and in, in it is a fish skeleton. So does Jack eat bones? Do you always eat the thing that you're made of?
2: <laughs> no, because the scientist eats soup all the time. <laughs> Oh, Damn. they do eat... Yeah,
0: that's right. She's feeding him
1: weird... What is she putting in the soup? Remind me. Is it poison? Uh, poisons. Yeah. But like that has no impact on him. She's a murderer. Him. Right, right. She's a murderer. Oh, that... But, uh, uh, we didn't talk at all about the fact that that has a whole story that we didn't need necessarily. <laughs> right? Like her whole like gotta get her a dad. Dad wants to make himself into his own lover right like
0: that wasn't you know i mean it's true it's auxiliary right but i don't know if we should stand on principle for let's cut out the the woman's arc from oh i didn't (laughs) think
1: that was why it was unnecessary i love that you tried the high ground you i'm double asshole really
0: hard to make you look like the asshole.
1: (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't take a lot of work man uh maybe you might be working a little too hard let's be honest
0: yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I don't just know. let me talk. Just come around. have happened.
1: I'll, 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 I'll find my center. <laughs> I'll find my center. Just come around. Yeah. You just let
0: me Last go. Last thing on Oogie
2: from me while we're before we move on from him. The Lock Shock, and Barrels loyalty to him is revealed in a song. Their motivation for like betraying Jack, who could kill any of them and beats them, apparently, mm-hmm. for like betraying their people, kidnapping Santa, all this shit, is that if they do a good job he'll make them snake and spider stew. So not only are the snakes and spiders sentient and given away as slaves, they're also chopped up and served, like on the food point. These kids eat snake and spider stew. So this is like a cannibalism-based ecosystem. And you don't see people working in food service, so that makes sense. Like I imagine in Halloween Town, things live by eating each other.
1: Well, or yeah, is there a sentience? Yeah, is or whatever, there a like sentience divide? There might be a sentience divide. Where it's like if the creature isn't self aware, then they're not a person. They're they're food. then can
2: you eat a ghost? I I feel like sucking a ghost through a straw would be like minty and refreshing. That would be You're delicious. I'm
0: not sucking off ghosts. <laughs> yeah. That's that was true. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey Jack, eat this bone. There's that hey, big guy a with ghost.
0: is there an axe in his head?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. He's so
0: there. is he sentient? Because he doesn't seem like he's
1: he's dumb. Like just he, cuz a guy looks under- dumb doesn't mean he doesn't know that he's a person, Abe. I
0: lo- I love that Jack gives him a nutcracker and then just no instructions. Like he's, <laughs> right, he's definitely like, mm-hmm, go got to make that <laughs> some testicles question mark. I don't know what he's going for, yeah. but that X face. Like I don't know, if we start making divisions about what is sentience based off you know, oh, we can cut them up or, you know, they don't they don't talk the same way we do. It's it's going to be a slippery slope, man. We're going to be as uh, criminal as this here Halloween town. this here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, Sheriff. But
2: I truly <laughs> think we wouldn't have Paranorman or Leica without this. So for real, maybe it's worth it. And maybe.
1: the real Abe would be thrilled by that because the real Abe loves
2: Paranorman. Right. <laughs>
0: What's that? Yeah. <laughs> What are
2: crimes? DS9 stands for Paranorman. Yeah. We're talking about a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. um, Okay. Maybe maybe it's time to... I think it's time because the movie's an hour 15, so I don't need the episode to be longer than the movie. Sure. So just a few minutes early, let's hop into... Portal judgment round.
0: (laughs) It's called Closing the Wormhole. Thanks, Abe. He's so
1: good at knowing everything.
2: You're so good at being Abe and knowing the show. Yep. Um, I am Abe. This is where we just final thoughts and decide whether we would live in one universe or the other or mix them in some way. Uh, It's basically just wrapping up thoughts in some kind of joke. I'll go first. I want to give my final thoughts. Uh, Danny Elfman sneaks the words tender lumplings. Into the lyrics of one of the songs, which if you're an Ongo Boingo fan, you know is awesome because that's like one of the most dark fucked up songs they ever did was called Tender Lumplings." Um, he clearly gets off on scaring children or like <laughs> he's clearly into in a Tim Burton way being Halloweeny. Uh, in fact, he just celebrated his 70th birthday by doing what he does every year, which is so they give him a cake and they call it like the sacrifice of the cake. So every year on his birthday, Danny Elfman like takes a knife and goes crazy on a giant cake, like stabs it a thousand times and rips it apart. Uh, That's his. That's his. uh, Yeah, that's his persona and his tradition. Like a
0: sin eater. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Cinnamon cake eater? No. Frosting eater. Uh, And then I also wanted to say, if you are a huge fan of Henry Selick, as I am, you should seek out easy to find on YouTube his college project that sort of made him blow up and got this three picture deal called slow Bob in the lower dimensions. That's also cool.
0: Oh yeah. And then
2: my final, final point And the reason I would never live in the nightmare world. Uh, although you guys made me feel even more confident because we pointed out a lot of ways it doesn't really work out, but I would never, never live there because I value comedy and joke structure. And it's very important to me that joke math works out. And in this film, When Santa and all the crazy Halloween shit's going on in the real world, the news anchors say, thank gosh, Santa pulled it out of the bag. And that's played as if it's a joke because it's normally said about sports. And the thing is, that reference from sports comes from the idea of Santa pulling gifts out of a bag. So you're making a reference to something as if it's humorous, but you're actually referencing a thing that is referenced from your reference. So that joke is a travesty. And I would never step foot in that dimension.
1: Wow. 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 Uh, Mm. I just have one question before I give my verdict. (laughs) Abe, when you say you have two assholes, is it like soft serve? Where you're like choosing between them, or is it
0: like what is it good?
2: And what is the vanilla in that equation? I mean, yeah. I don't
0: know why you ask a question about all of our assholes, but they're just constantly both firing. Yeah, and uh, and you're pleased high octane. Yeah, yeah, yeah You're
1: pleased with that. That's a good
0: outcome for you. What else is there? Good question. That's just
1: how it Great is. Great question. I think I'm gonna leave this universe, uh, uh-huh. but it was a tough
2: call it was a gtfo yeah yeah it's a scary universe yeah
0: yeah it's logistically uh, i have a lot of concerns who the why why does the mayor exist is one of them so i'm leaving too so i'm coming with you guys right yeah yeah
2: bye yeah. right <laughs> <As> <laughs> guys yeah. adam and i hold hands and fall backwards into a portal <laughs> uh I, I just realized there's sewers what are oh, they shitting? Yeah. Also, That's what
0: I, I asked. Yeah. What a
2: wide, vast array of shits they must have to withstand. Well, or, do <laughs> or do they? Or do they? I feel they. like What it's... is a skeleton who eats bones shit? Dust?
0: <laughs> what do they eat? Scam? Do they fuck? Well, we These know
2: the they questions. Do. We do. We <laughs> know the
1: bugs do. <laughs> Who's
0: in the graves? All
2: right, so this has been Swamecast with your host, Michael Swame. You're
0: yeah. Swame!
1: Yeah, and I'd like uh, I'd like to recommend everyone reads the works of Ayn Rand surprise I was the asshole the whole time
0: oh, he got us he got us and we're taking him home